0: Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi. And, uh, you know, today I want to talk about a, a phone call I had over, over the past few days. And this is a, a very interesting phone call. morning uh, Because, uh, you know, I had a buddy call me and he uh, just go, going through some. Some some struggles at work, and just kind of wanted to, to talk it out to somebody, and was willing to hear some feedback. And so he kind of listed out the the whole story for me. And so here here's here's what happened: is that he uh, and one of his teammates uh, are having conflict, and so these these two are paired together inside this this shop, this team, however you want to say it, and they don't necessarily. Have the same boss, right? So, uh, for my for my friend, we'll call him Bill, and for the guy he's having conflict with, we'll call him Ted, right? Only because I, I watched some uh, some news about the new Bill and Ted three movie coming out today, right? So I uh, love that love those movies from my childhood. So so we will go with Bill and Ted. So so my my buddy Bill, and uh, and his teammate Ted are having conflict. Bill and Ted don't necessarily have the same boss, but Bill is in fact the kind of leader of everything that's, that's going on. So uh, what's happening is Bill is getting more and more frustrated because Bill, you know, having the lion's share of all the work done, um, you know, hasn't been able to attack everything that, that he would want to attack. But anyways, but Ted, uh, along those lines, seems to call him out for it every single time in public. And uh, you know, my, and my and Bill just kind of sits there and says, hey, uh, you know, like he he acknowledges that that he's been late on some stuff. Um, but it's just very odd that Ted would would call him out like he is. Ted seems to be getting along with everybody else there, but um, but somehow just seems to, you know, unleash his fury on on my, my buddy Bill. And so as, as I listened to, to this phone call, I realized that I'd never done a podcast about this concept because there, there are, I'm not say a lot of people, but there's uh, multiple times during a given month where people will call me up and ask me advice or you know, ask me scenario-based questions and, and what would I do in that, that circumstance. And one of the things that I want to say is that when, when, you, when you call me for advice and if you are the leader inside something, you are a follower inside anything, Step one, as you can tell from the title of this podcast, is is my first step is to be hypercritical of you. When you call me and you're you're going through some some tough times and you need some, some different perspective. And again, I always appreciate the call and just because I'm hypercritical doesn't mean that I'm, I'm annoyed by the call or I have better things to do. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that in all fairness, To the other person, right? If you're calling me for some perspective, the first thing that I need to do is to make sure that I'm trying to be as fair as possible because I have not seen the other person. I have not seen those actions. I haven't witnessed them. I haven't heard them. I haven't heard the tone or I haven't seen the body language. I haven't seen the eye rolls. I haven't heard the shitty comments. I haven't. You know, I don't understand the context behind any of these actions or words or conversations, right? All, all of that stuff. So if you're wanting advice from me, the best thing that I can do in all fairness to you is to be hypercritical of you and your actions. 100%. And again, not, not, not to be mean to you, but if you want good, solid advice. The best thing that I can do right off the bat is to hopefully ask some pointed questions to where we can figure out right up front whether you are culpable in any way, shape, or form in all of this. And if I if I can help you see where you could have done better, where you could have communicated more, where you could have been uh, more easily reachable, you know the, the the whole gamut of all those things. The, the main point is, if I can get you to see where you could have done better, not necessarily where, where you screwed up, right? But maybe where you could have done better. If we start there, then I think that allows you to have a different conversation. So this this conversation played out for me, for, for my for my buddy Bill the, this weekend. And again, he, he's a phenomenal person. And he and I have done, uh, I won't say a lot, but a decent amount of collaboration on just discussing leadership topics and the practical application of leadership topics. But as, as I I kind of tell tell most people and what happened here is I was hypercritical of him. And the way this played out was, um, just because so anyway, so, so, so Bill, Bill was late on doing some of these things. There's a whole lot on his plate and there's a whole lot of stuff that, that, that he has to manage. And it's, it's one of those things to where, right, just because it's Ted's number one priority doesn't mean that it's automatically Bill's number one priority. So this is a conversation about priorities that you have to have, or you know, or in a, a contemporary context, which alligator is, is, is closest to the boat. And so in my conversation with Bill I was like, hey, you probably have more important stuff too, so, so you are trying to prioritize. I go, but in Ted's defense, if Ted doesn't know that, then what Ted is left to do is like, okay, this guy knows I need this stuff. He knows the due date, and he's still not doing it. He's either doing this deliberately to piss me off, or uh, Bill just doesn't care about Ted and the job that he has to do and everything that, that goes along with it. Right now, and again, there is a conversation to be had about benefit of the doubt, right? And, and the benefit of the doubt that, that Ted can, can give Bill. Absolutely get that and I'm more than happy to have that conversation. But realistically, people need to think about how this plays out. And as I, as I was having this conversation with Bill, you know, this, this comes down to, um, you know, my, my understanding of, of how we view right and wrong and how we view the concept of, of chicken breast, And I talk about my my, my chicken breast analogy. And if we have conflict with somebody else, if we are frustrated and we want to confront this person, and again, I I don't believe confrontation to be a bad thing. Just you need to go have a conversation with them. But you need to sit back and objectively think for yourself, is there anything that you could have done better? Because rarely, if ever... Are we 100% right in any of our conversation, in any of our dealings, anything like that? So asking Bill or having this conversation with Bill and and getting to the point of like, hey Bill, what could you have done better? Regardless of, of, of whether you think Ted is being unprofessional, whether Ted is being argumentative, any of that stuff. What do we think during the course of this conversation what can we find out where you could have done better? And so Bill and I had that conversation. And then it goes k- kind of to, the, to the, the, the next step is that is like, hey, do we think that any of this that we've just figured out or, where Bill could have done better? Do we think that any of this could be at least a contributing factor to Ted's behavior, if not the causal factor? And that's an important step there, too. And so obviously during the course of my conversation with Bill was, yeah, we, we kind of we figured this out. We kind of figured out that, that maybe Bill wasn't as communicative as he should have been. Maybe he wasn't communicating with Ted about priorities. And Bill could have said, hey, Ted, what is on your plate? Ted lists A, B, and C. And he says, Cool. And then uh, Bill could have, or, or should have, or at least could have, said, okay, I get that A, B, and C is on your plate. From where I'm sitting and all the stuff that my boss is giving me, I've got X, Y, and Z on my plate. And this allows Ted to have a greater perspective about what Bill's capacity for work is at that given time. Because maybe if Ted is armed with that information, he will see that Bill is really, really bogged down here. And maybe he wouldn't have tasked Bill with whatever he had in order to get done by that deadline. Perhaps this was something that armed with the information Ted just could have kept for for himself. He's like, oh, shit, I didn't know you had to do all that stuff. You know, it's probably just better if I keep it and do it. But, uh, you know, I had no idea, man, I had no idea how much work you had to do there. And this, this is the, the good conversation. And the main thing that, that I want to point out is my, my buddy Bill, and obviously his name's not Bill. <laughs> um, but you know, to, his emotional intelligence is absolutely phenomenal. During this process where he and I are having this conversation, and I'm kind of pointing out you know, that he calls me for advice, and the first thing that I do is grill him about whether he's right or not. You know, uh, he took that all in stride. He, he called advice, he called for advice, and he wanted true advice. A lot of people, when they call and they ask for advice, what they're really doing is seeking validation. And they speak to people with words and phrases that is going to um, help whoever called them validate what, what they were saying. But again, in all, all fairness to, to Bill, he answered all of my, my questions. Uh, he was able to very quickly and, and I, I would argue very easily take an honest assessment of himself and his communication and the environment that maybe he helped create in this instance and realize whether that, that was right or wrong. So. So Bill, if you're out there listening to this, man, I, I appreciate the phone call, I appreciate the honest dialogue, but I appreciate your ability to sack up and take ownership um, for what we came to the conclusion where, to where you could have done a little bit better. And maybe had you done a little bit better, and again, I'm not saying you were bad, just maybe had you done a little bit better, this, uh, this situation never would have arose. And I think that's probably the key for a lot of us as leaders is doing what, what we can, and trying to adjust and try to evolve so that the next time we're faced with these eh, difficult times or conflict or however you want to say it, that you are better equipped to resolve it. And again, so much of this is, you know, before you get frustrated with somebody else, before you, you just get fed up and can say that this person sucks and this person needs to be fired or I can't have this person on my team, any of that stuff, if you have the mental capacity to sit back and either a assess for yourself or b have an honest conversation with a disinterested third party as is what i'm explaining right now you know like if if you can do that then then you are you are miles ahead that that you have a a uh, a high understanding of emotional intelligence and again the fact if you can call somebody and to get their honest opinion and you get an honest opinion It may not be what what you want to hear good morning may not be what what you want to hear but it's probably what you need to hear (sighs) then that's huge that's absolutely huge and so the the takeaways from this right number one if you're calling for advice or if somebody calls you for advice I invite you to be hyper critical of the person who called you and, and, and please let's not misconstrue this statement, right? This isn't about if somebody is just needing a kind ear and then you're, you're, you're you end up attacking them. Well, you, you could have done this, this, and, and, and this better, right? That is more than likely a different scenario, right? So, so understanding exactly why somebody is calling you, if they, if they need help, perhaps if they just want to talk through it, you know, if you've ever seen the, the conversation about, about relationships, the, this video called It's Not About the Nail, you know, and this goes to the different things to where men try and solve problems and women just want to be heard and they can express themselves and, and, you know, all, all of that warning. Um, there is, there's definitely conversation to be had there. So, so this isn't necessarily that that I'm talking about, right? Because admittedly, you do run the risk of if somebody calls you for advice or somebody calls you for uh, a kind ear and you immediately start pointing out to them where they could have done wrong or, or, or been better, right? There, there is a lot of finesse to this topic. I, I absolutely get that. And a lot of this has to do with your relationship with said individual, right? But there, there is conversation to be had. So So perhaps this takes some massaging perhaps you need to reinforce some concepts first but if you're the person giving the advice you know it becomes very difficult to to give advice when you weren't there for for the communication whether people misspeak whether people mishear whether people don't see body language whether they they don't see tone Right? There's, there's so much of this that can't be translated when somebody is telling you about their struggles and frustrations. But at the same time, we need to acknowledge that. We need to allow for that. And we need to try and help the person who called us see that in some way, shape, or form. And I get that that is easier said than done. But hopefully, if you've built a relationship, whether it's leadership or not, um, mutual trust and understanding or if you can like e- even if, if, if you start out and, and somebody's asking for advice if you have the presence of mind to say hey are you looking for advice are you looking for a kind ear are you looking to hear the steps that I would take if I was in your, your shoes or the questions that I would ask myself if I were in your shoes that's probably the best way to start that conversation so, so you know exactly what your role is And that way you're not inadvertently beating them down. If somebody's calling up and and they just need a kind ear and you're like, wow, well, I think you should have done A, B and C to help out here because, yeah, this is this realistically this problem is all predicated on your inaction, you know, bad actions and anything like that. That's probably not what they were looking for from a trusted friend or confidant. So being able to establish the baseline for what they're trying to talk about at the very beginning is going to be key. But again, just if, if they're calling you for a reason, figure out what that reason is. But again, I still, I'm not, not trying to diminish the point of just try and be hypercritical of that individual because we miss out on so much. And if we're just there <sighs> to be a kind ear and unnecessarily or inappropriately or incorrectly uh, morning, validate someone's feelings or thoughts on a subject, you may not be doing them a favor. You know, and that, that, that ends up being frustrating. So so just just understand that, that you really, for their own benefit, really need to be a kind ear. Maybe you're that person who helps point out a blind spot. And yeah, perhaps that is feedback, right? But so much feedback is just about blind spots, plain and simple. So, ah, man. Anyway, so Bill, again, thank you for giving me the honor of being your trusted agent thank you for, for calling me up thank you for having a conversation with me and then thank you for being such a righteous dude to be able to have this conversation and, and just just really take feedback take criticism take advice for, for, for what you do how you do it and perhaps how you could have done better again you are a rock star individual and uh, you know <sighs> getting to be your friend is, uh, is a true true honor so anyway, I hope, uh, I hope this helps some of you. I hope this helps at least one of you. Uh, I hope as you work through this, this crazy pandemic, uh, things are, are going okay for you. So uh, I'm going to try and be back on the mic a little bit more. I've got, uh, from what I could calculate about 27 different topics I need to get off my chest and just talk about and maybe solicit some feedback. So uh, if you want to hear from me, if you want to talk to me, uh, hit me up, uh, email me, chachi at capelead.com. Hit me up on Instagram at Chachi Pichesa, Twitter at Tim Pachesa. Leave a message for me on the Cape Lead Facebook page. But man, please reach out. And again, we can't get the conversation right if we're not having the conversation. So I appreciate what you do. I appreciate how you do it. And we'll catch you here next time on the Cape Lead Revolution. And this is Chachi reminding you to always educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you later, everybody. See ya.